Unfortunately, due to some scheduling issues, we weren't able to have a regular episode out this week. We'll be doing movie two uh, as soon as we return. But uh, in lieu of that, I put in a little compilation of the first five episodes of the podcast, mainly just our summaries of the episodes, just a quick reminder of these the early stages of Conan and the introductions of uh, myself, Kyle, and uh, Justin. May you rest in peace. So I hope you guys enjoy that. Hello and welcome to Case Reopened, the number one Detective Conan Rewatch podcast. Probably because there isn't anybody dumb enough to watch, like, over 900 episodes of an anime. I'm your host, Tyler Trees, and I am joined as, by always, Justin. Uh, some of my friends usually call me Soju, uh, just letting you know. I'm calling you Justin, for the record. That's okay. Uh, oh, we have the it. homie, Kyle. Uh, it's me. I go do by Kyle. Yeah, do you not have like a special request like Justin did? That like, no, I'm so no, Kai. I, I I just figured we were all part of the black organization, but hey, I guess it's not the only one. I don't think Soju's liquor, is it? It oh, is. It I actually was like, I need to find another alcohol that hasn't been used on the show. Let's go. Um, <laughs> so a margarita. That's my code name. I love. I love margaritas. We're here to talk about Detective Conan. And uh, before we start, I want to discuss our history with the franchise and how we first got introduced to it. Kyle, uh, how long have you known about Detective Conan? That's a good question. I feel like I've known about Detective Conan for quite a while. Um, I discovered it probably like most people my age whenever it was airing on Adult Swim as case closed but um the show got discontinued really quickly so i didn't really see much of it and so i am probably the greenest on this cast uh knowledge wise for this show uh but it's probably the for the best that that happened because i feel like all the americanized stuff in the case closed version is very weird uh but since then it's been through cultural osmosis where most of my Detective Conan knowledge. And you comes might not from. be able to tell th- because this is an audio recording, but uh, Kyle is also our token Asian, so he's going to bring that that cultural. It's true. Ethnicity. I am Korean. So to validate us, diversity yeah. is so important. So we're going to fill. We'll get top notch Japanese perspective, <laughs> and no one can say anything about exactly. how terrible we are. And then uh, <laughs> my case is much like yours, Kyle. I started watching. When uh, Adult Swim started airing it, as case closed, and then I started reading the manga because I just fell in love with it instantly, and then it, it went off the air rather quickly. But then Funimation actually kept putting out DVDs for a while. Like it wasn't airing on TV, but you could buy like the first couple seasons. I think they dubbed like the first like 120 episodes or so. Um, and so I yeah. bought the DVD sets, and they put out like two movies, and I was enjoying that. But I just started reading the uh, the manga, and I, I probably bought the first like forty volumes, something ridiculous, a ridiculous number. But then I just, you know, I got fully caught up just reading online from the 
the the manga sites because I'm the worst. But uh, like I'm totally <laughs> caught up with the manga now. I never got too far oh, in the anime. I probably got a couple hundred episodes in, which is a lot. But like when you're talking about the grand scale of <laughs> Conan, not that much. And they're at like nine hundred. Yeah, now. so I haven't seen the back half, but I've seen most of what we'll cover early on. And God, this podcast is gonna go for a long time. <laughs> we don't half ass things. We'll be here. we'll be in wheelchairs. Exactly, and you know, I'm not sure exactly. The plan is to do two episodes per uh, podcast so far. We'll see how that goes and keeps on going. Uh, but you know, everything can change. Subject, and depending on the arc, because some arcs have like four episodes yeah. or five. So we'll, we'll so see what happens, and then maybe we'll do specials when like a movie comes out. So maybe you know we'll watch it when it's new. Who knows? Things to tackle far down the line, but. We're going to start with the first two episodes here, but before that, Justin, I need to know how you got introduced to Detective Conan. Oh, boy. Uh, kind of like, actually, I never even knew it was on Adult Swim. <laughs> um, I f- honestly, I forget how I noticed it. Like, every once in a while, the manga covers are very noticeable. Like, when you see them, you know it's Case Closed slash Detective Conan. So I was always wondering what that was. And then I'm going through Funimation, like you said, was releasing the DVDs. And I saw it. I'm like, oh, so it's like a detective show. Kids solving mysteries. Uh, I like I like Sherlock Holmes and stuff like that. I've read some of the books. Um, so I'm like, all right, I'm going to give this a shot. Fell in love with the first that first DVD set of, I think, like 20-some episodes or whatever. Picked up the rest of the sets from Funimation, um, and then it was all downhill, or uphill, depending on your point of view, from there, uh, reading the manga, watching not every anime episode. I There was like a middle point in there where I kind of just stopped and picked up where Crunchyroll started. Now, right now, anyways, I'm trying to get all the vo- manga volumes that are coming out here. Um, I'm 135 um i'm halfway there um yeah and that's not even all of them out in japan japan has i think 92 so we're really behind but i actually have those dvd sets still um and i actually have them signed by uh colleen i can never pronounce her last name clickenbeard just say it confidently and people will buy into it uh yeah (laughs) Doesn't matter anyways. Um, but she did the voice of Ran. So, I think you mean Rachel um, Moore. So we're just we're going to go take a blast from the past here. We're gonna go way back to episode one of Detective Conan, which is the roller coaster murder case. So then we get the the ending song here, Step by Step by Ziggy. Um it's a good tune, but like they actually show this before we see um him shrink so we get to see all this footage of like conan as a kid before we actually see it and i was like oh the opening was so brilliant because they didn't like ruin the twist but then they do that and then after the song there's a little short stinger where the police discover his body but he's still alive like oh little kid are you okay and so then we figure out that he shrunk um 
So, like, I think that's an excellent first episode. I thought, like, they established, we had a whole lot of plot development, which is quite rare for uh, Detective Conan. <laughs> and, um, you know, we, we got to see two good mysteries in the episode. Like, I thought it was, like, a, a big success all around. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. Go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, like, it, the tone of the show, I think, is really well captured in just this first episode, even though, like, um, like you're saying, it, it presents a lot of uh, plot elements into it. It's all, like, rapid fire. It's all really quick, and uh, it's all done in this really charming, very fun, lighthearted tone, even though everything that's happening is, is pretty sort of dark, right? Like, it's like two people get killed in this show right off the <laughs> bat, and then, like, we're worried about the main character. Maybe he's going to die at the end of this, so, like... The whole thing, I think, does a really good job of setting up what the show's going to not just, like, be plot-wise, but how it feels. Yeah, like, really that's like. a really mm-hmm. good point, because there is, like, a lightheartedness to the show, despite there constantly being murders and decapitations. And, like, you'd think it'd be darker than it is, but they do, like, keep a nice sense of humor to it. And, like, it's a kid's show in Japan. But, you know, it's kind of wild, because you see all these grisly murders, and then, like, kids are buying your <laughs> merchandise. And it's like, hmm... But, uh, you know, it works. And, um, Justin, how do you think of that first, you know, the pilot? Like, what a show. Yeah, no, it, it perfectly captured what exactly what we're getting into with the coming episodes. Um, with showing off Kogoro and all that stuff. Um, except for, obviously, Shinichi being a kid and that aspect of it. But, no, um, how the cases kind of play out. Um, how everybody acts pretty much is captured exactly yeah and then we get the next Conan hand it's skyscraper so let's let's keep that in our mind of what the well, skyscraper is going to be um for this um, next episode as uh, so you wanted to go over some differences from the the manga and the anime episode yeah um nothing crazy i'm not gonna do this every time um but um because it's the first episode um especially reading it really really recently Man, so much stuff sticks out. So, um, first off, the case, the very first case, it's the same guy that kills the person, but he doesn't kill his business partner in the manga. He kills his wife. Oh, and that's even he, better. Yeah, and he kills her the same way, going over the railing and stuff. They don't show that in the manga, but because um, they try to go say, over really quickly. I will say, if anything in the Case Reopened podcast is... Absolutely, for it's violence against women. <laughs> a lot of <laughs> a lot of that, um, but that was one of the big differences. They didn't show Kogoro in the first chapter, um, so that scene with him and Ron is not in there at all. Um, but again, because he's a big part of the whole manga, they showed him in there because. They were trying to cram one chapter into one episode, so they had to pack in some filler. Um, like we were saying, the kids, they weren't in there at all, obviously, because they didn't show up till. So this later. whole thing's covered in a single chapter? Yes. That's um, amazing. Yep, the, the chapter covers that case, the first case. Um, that's only a couple pages. Um, Shinichi and Ron... Uh, walking and talking about stuff um, and then them going to the park and that murder. 
Yeah, um, it's just impressive because, like, you know, most cases are, you know, four or five chapters long, but they got a whole episode there. That's that's impressive. Really yeah, good. Yeah, they have to kind of get everything in. Yeah, uh, not, not that these are, idea. like, the most complicated cases, but, you know, I think it's a real quick... Uh, I like that. I like the snappy pace to it. Yeah, it was, it's very quick. Even in the manga, like I said, the, those parts are very short. Yeah, um, so obviously the Detective Boy stuff is added to the anime. Anything else yep. uh, stick out? Um, The part where they... <laughs> this actually bothers me when re-watching it, actually. Um, with... um chick who murders the guy on the roller coaster that scene where she's doing the thing with the and her teardrop goes onto the necklace pearl that's not in the manga and i'm like oh my god they just freaking spoiled the whole thing why would you do that (laughs) (laughs) and it really that actually really bothered me so like what's so nice about detective conan is each case is kind of its own mystery and while there are plot advances they don't usually connect but for the very first two episodes here, we do get to see uh, very. The next episode starts right off from where the first one left off. That is episode two, Company President's Daughter Kidnapping Case. Uh, we once again get that Doki Doki theme song from the High Lows. <laughs> um, All right, Kyle, sing it. Go. Yeah, Kyle, sing it. Uh, Doki Doki. All right. Just like that. Perfect. So we do get to see the opening for the very first time. So what do you guys think about that, the resolution there and the, the daughter setting it up? Like they, they touched upon that earlier and teased it quite a bit. So it wasn't like a shocking thing. Oh my God, the daughter did it. But I thought like um, the reasoning behind it was strong and I thought like they really delivered a good thing. Because on the first episode, you know, they're like, oh, I just killed my boyfriend because he left me. Like that's kind of like a, a lame reason to kill somebody. But I thought, like, the daughter actually setting up this kidnapping plan, even as ill-minded it was, she's a small girl. She's not really thinking this stuff through. Um, but, like, the reasoning was sweet, and I thought it was it was smarter than the, the last case. Yeah, I, I feel like this is uh, this is what you hopefully get from shows like this that are more Monster of the Week type, right? Where you have, like, mini stories that, that are more than just, you know, like, um, that first character who didn't have much of a motivation for anything. But, like, instead... You get this more fleshed out thing where you can feel something at the end of it and and hopefully ties in back to the characters too, which like it feels like um I don't know if this is true or not, but it feels like Detective Conan for the most part does this on a large scale. Is that fair? Yeah, I think you usually it's kind of hit or miss at some points, but I think the best cases definitely have a good reasoning and they make it less than like, oh, the evil villain. Like usually there is like a twist where the tearjerker, right. I think the very best episodes like uh, Moonlight Sonata and other stuff we're going to get to really have a solid reasoning that like really hits home with you. Sweet. Justin, your yeah. thoughts? Um, yeah, no, this is like the, probably the perfect second case um, followed up by the, literally the next episode, uh, which is going to be pretty much a bigger setup. But um, yeah, no, like um, first being like, it is like just a child, case almost like a kid could solve it the kid is running away because she wants to help her dog her dad um but then you find out that it's bigger than that because some other guy is trying to cash in on that to try and make some money um and becomes bigger because he's actually trying to threaten her and it kind of sets up like oh conan trying to doing as much as he can but then getting in over his head um yeah no it's 
probably one of the most perfect cases. Yeah, I thought it was great. Perfect plot development. Now we, we're definitely setting up to get to that case by case thing. So we got like all the backstory out of the way. We'll keep going next week, and then uh. Don't break my heart, my doki doki heart. I just can't take it anymore. Hello and welcome to Case Reopen, your number one Detective Canon rewatch podcast. That was my beautiful rendition of Doki Doki Heart. I'm your host, Tyler Treese, and I am joined by my co host, Kyle. Hello! And, it's me. And then we got the homie Soju, Justin. Soju. Oh, sorry. Didn't see you there. I, w- I was too busy reading Case Closed, Volume 36. Uh, sorry, I'll put that down. Uh, continue. Yeah, this visual gag is going to go really <laughs> well in this audio podcast. It is. They'll get it. So we're going to discuss two exciting episodes. We're on episode three of the, of the anime. This is an idol's locked room murder case. <gasps> And we're introduced to a recurring character that uh I don't I, sp- I don't want to spoil anything, but we'll we'll meet some characters here. Um, Kyle, how 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 are you feeling after two episodes? <laughs> I know you're you're the least experienced. How, how are you feeling on the show right now? I am so excited about it, man. Um, this show seems so wholesome and just sweet, even though people are dying left and right. <laughs> Uh, I just, That's I okay. really enjoy the tone and it's something that I don't think a whole ton of anime really do, at least the, the ones I watch. So this has been a breath of fresh air. It'd be really funny if you absolutely hated the show and we're stuck for the rest of the decade. <laughs> stuck for a thousand I was going to say, yeah, we'll only find out on our last episode. <laughs> Kyle will just like break, he'll just, he's been holding it in so long. He'll just go on one epic rant. I hate crime shows. <laughs> I hate this shit. I was just trying to be nice to Tyler and uh, the worst decision of my life. Do I call him Shinichi or Conan? <laughs> I don't know. And then Megary has this beautiful line here. He says, all because of a lie, misunderstanding, and a coincidence. This becomes a sad ending. <laughs> so Kyle, was this like hitting your heartstrings a bit here? I'm not gonna lie. I was a, uh, I trouble. I had trouble following this case. Uh, like, I don't really understand why he felt the urge to commit suicide. He's heartbroken and because the girl that he loved um, wanted nothing to do with him anymore. But he broke up with her, and he wanted her back, and got well, confused, and so then he killed himself. He couldn't by- live without her. Because he, he by putting an he, ice block, because of a knife in an said. ice block, and then jumping on it, and it's just the logical leaps here. I think are so extreme that I'm just I'm not sure if this is supposed to be a comedy or not. But I'm but I'm laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I was. Tough. It is a yeah. It is a weird case though because of the things you were saying. Like it it doesn't make sense. Because also think about it. How much did you have to get? ice or water and then put a knife in it then freeze it (laughs) holding the knife so it stays 
but then somehow you land on the knife so much that it possibly breaks the ice so it hits and makes a dent in the floor it's a, a lot of things don't really match up but hey he killed himself so it's a shocking it was a shocking yeah. twist you know, yeah, it's a twist. It's all matters. <laughs> let's wrap up this episode. There, like, let's get at some overall thoughts. I know Kyle, you had um, some plot issues with it. I, I generally like the story. I like the character of Yoko. Uh, I have a I have a hunch that we'll be seeing more of her throughout the series. Um, hopefully, it's not just her boyfriend dying in every episode. Uh, <laughs> it'll be quite the funny like a reoccurrence if like every boyfriend of hers just keeps dying and then. Like, uh, Kagero is just like, it's like, please just date me. Um, <laughs> and you find out it's Kogoro every single time, but they he always points it to somebody else. Yeah, I don't think this is, like, a bad episode. I don't think this is a truly great episode. I think it's a pretty kind of average tier, case closed, uh, Detective Conan episode, so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it it's establishes another foundation for the show, which we will see in further episodes, but it's the start of it, so it's not like everything that you'll see from now on. We're going to get, get into <laughs> episode four, the coded map of the city case. So yeah, I thought these were both very fun episodes. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm still filling this series. like we're, we're not getting a bunch of like plot development like in the first two episodes, like each time out, but uh, we're still introducing characters. We're still... We're getting into the normal flow of this series where, you know, each case standalone by themselves. And we're, we're getting more of the vibe. It's a very fun show and has a great sense of humor, like Kyle has been pointing out. So through the first four episodes, what's your what's your thoughts right now, Kyle, on, on the series? Uh, I think my biggest takeaway is that I'm really surprised with how varied the show feels from episode to episode. That was one of my biggest worries, honestly, knowing that like it's going to be a, a case of the week sort of feel that um, we'd eventually get to a point where it's like, OK, here's a murder. Here's a murder that's slightly different. Here's another one. But like there's enough characters involved where like it seems to be shifting focus a lot, which makes it feel a lot more fresh episode to episode. So uh, introducing the detective boys is really cool. Um, the stuff with Ron is always great. And like the bigger plot elements, I think, is Always having that as an underpinning is is a good thing to keep you moving forward. So, generally, it's like it's it's a genuinely really well made anime. So it makes sense why it's so popular. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. And so, same question for you, Justin. How do you feel about the, the last two episodes we saw? Um. Well, I already mentioned that the Detective Boy one is probably my favorite, which it is of theirs. Um. But yeah, like I said earlier, these are all very much setting up exactly what you're going to see from these episodes going forward, more so than the first two did. Um, So if you like these two, you're definitely going to like, for the most part, all the episodes going forward. We're going to kick off the episode with episode five, the bullet train bombing case. So before I get your takeover on the episode, because I know you enjoyed it, and I enjoyed it too. I really liked the the detective boys being added. I thought that was a good change. But here's Justin. He was upset, Kyle. Oh, no. He said, oh, my God. How do you take a somewhat important episode, take the concept <laughs> only, and change everything else to make it not important? Not even the kids were supposed to be there. And they made certain scenes actually feel awkward and lose some emotional moments as well. 
And so I think the parts that he's talking about, like the emotional moments, would be the ending scene where mm. she asks him about the identity thing, and I'm sure he came up with some different um, thing there. I don't know offhand, but I think that's what he's referring to there. And I think that's a fair point. Um, but I, I thought that that change worked for the anime, which is like pretty lighthearted in nature. Um, so I don't take issue with it, but it is stupid that they replace like the men in black with like two random people that look like them, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> It seems pretty dumb. <laughs> and well, like, I get what Justin's saying, though. I think, uh, I think the only reason why I really liked it was just because it's it's such a lighthearted episode, and I prefer those. I prefer the ones that just feel really goofy. So, yeah, we're we're five episodes into it. We haven't had like a ton of murders yet. Like, it's been pretty varied yeah. in like what what's yeah. happening. Yeah, I really liked the case in this one too. It seemed pretty interesting to follow. Like, they were trying to stop a terrorist bomb threat. Yeah, it's a very fun case and, like, something we can all relate to. So, Kyle, have you ever stopped a terrorist attack? <laughs> no, unfortunately. I let, I let a lot of people down. So I know. <laughs> have you ever been complicit in a terrorist attack? I can't say that on the air. Okay. <laughs> so, the next kind of hint is chocolate, and that will deal with this next episode episode six here valentine murder case he explains that the real murderer is the mother were you surprised like they obviously hinted at it throughout the episode but were you surprised it was the mother so this is the interesting thing this was the first time that i feel like i was able to follow the logic of the show based on the clue so like they were doing a good job of like uh explaining that like whenever the mom gave the kid the cake, that's when it was it like hit for me. It's like, oh, okay, something's going on. And then the, with the chocolate, I was able to like piece it together. And then whenever, like, it didn't shock me whenever Conan was looking over and she was like washing the dishes, and he was like, oh, what is what is she doing at a time like this? It's like, oh, okay, I see. The only thing that shocked me was like the reason, which I thought was absolutely freaking wild. So like, <laughs> um, would you say that the writing here is? like from a case standpoint a bit stronger than usual definitely yeah so like it seemed like it was much better thought out like it still felt like they were they were uh writing it backwards right like they wanted just just have a big twist so they figured out what the twist was and then did it backwards but it's it fit together much more than any other case i think so here's the fun thing here this episode is the first anime original that we've hit in the series <laughs> i was thinking about that too so just this wasn't like even written by the stage. actual <laughs> author and this is the one that you praise the most for its writing the best one <laughs> who created this uh gosho oyama obviously a hack <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I, I i really like the case here like they do a good job of making it you know like a logical thing where they plant enough clues and it's easy to follow and like sometimes you want to be shocked and i feel like the series does definitely deliver that in spades but uh like i like this like you kind of know and then we'll see a lot of variations as the show continues like i really do think its strength is just you know really switching up scenarios and keeping it fresh because like there's only so much things you can do with crimes but like they keep it fresh So on today's episode, we're going to be discussing episodes seven and eight of the anime. And first, 
we have the once a month present threat case. So what were your thoughts on that episode? Like, I, I really like the story here. Um, yeah. It's surprisingly dark. I'm glad that like there was a happy resolution. Nobody even went to jail, which you might you brought up. You probably should have went to jail, <laughs> but uh, like I, I liked it. I like it was I a, a good episode. Uh, it was really heavy. Like I wasn't expecting it to get that heavy. Um, and it's interesting too because the show usually balances its tone really well. And this episode, for the most part, I think was was pretty down. Um, and I think part of that is just because of, like the the surgeons involved. So like there's a hospital setting. You sort of know the stakes. Uh, kids are involved, but. And then uh, I'm not... we have all that drama between Ron and uh, oh, Conan yeah. as well. So it's yeah. not like there's any like chance for like a more lightheartedness to like bounce around there. That's a really good point. Yeah. The whole thing is like it's going pretty serious. And uh, I don't know if it's because of that. But I mean, I don't think that this is one of the episodes that I like more. Uh, what I'm trying to say is like even though we haven't seen very much of it, this is very much on the bottom end of what we've seen so far for me. I don't think it was bad by any means, but I wasn't enjoying the show as much as like I would have for like the detective kids episodes. When yeah, so you goofy. prefer prefer the more lightheartedness to the, I guess when so. they're trying to be super serious. Like I want plot. I really want plot, and this show seems to not give it out very much. But um, I also like lightheartedness. Like that's the whole point, I think, or at least that's the reason why I like this show to begin with. Like it seems very wholesome, so. It was still a good episode, though. So, episode eight is the art museum owner murder case, which, yeah, I love this whole case. Like, I, I thought the mystery was awesome. I loved how we had that symmetry between the painting and the murder, and you're like, why would you set it up? I do agree that um, the director being the murderer becomes obvious maybe a little too early on, but, um, I mean, we'll see next week. Because they actually do a murder where you know the guy the entire time and you're just trying to figure out oh, how he did it. Interesting. So that, that'll be an interesting episode to see. For um, sure. But, like, so that's not the biggest thing. If you figure out who it is, there's still, you know, many surprises to be revealed. But, yeah, I thought this episode was great. Yeah, I loved this episode. Uh, I think just uh, if you take this episode on its own, like removed from the rest of the show, it plays so well Uh on its own without the rest of the context of the show like there's no bigger plot stuff going on in the background like the last episode uh i think it does the best with just like the characters that it has like kagero um who's the 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 klutzy guy who works at the at yeah kabata yeah kabata like he's a really nice foil uh really liked like i said the the director guy and uh the guy who gets murdered is like a really easily a dislikable character so it all it all played with the tropes really well so even though i sort of figured it out ahead of time like that's not ever i think why the show is fun like it is nice to see those like crazy twists and turns but it's always i think just the interactions that really sell the show and this episode did a really good job we're gonna go to the the tenkaichi uh night festival murder case um, so, like, what did you think of the episode overall? Uh, that was a really good episode. Uh, I feel like I always go on and on about how, like, I'm a little bit bummed out if it's ever a murder mystery. But uh, the changing it up a little bit by, like, letting us know from the beginning that it was the guy who did it, I think that was a really fun change. Um, because 
I feel like a lot of the fun in Conan is not just following the logic and trying to figure it out, but like seeing the characters sort of play with one another. And that was almost this whole episode, right? Like, because Conan sort of knows he catches on pretty quickly. So he's with us like he knows it's just about trying to figure out and like the two characters playing chess with each other. So it was it was entertaining. And I want to mention, this was the first episode we've had in the anime that had none of the detective boys in it. Really? Yep. Huh. It appeared what? at least in a scene in every episode, and we'll see them next episode for a short scene. But, like, they were not in this at all, so that was a, you know, a first for the series. Um, and we get the next kind of hint for next time as well, which is video games. So you know it's up to no good. Disgusting. Disgusting. So... The next episode aired March 11th, which was a week later, naturally, and it's the pro soccer player blackmail case. Uh, so, like, I know you're the number one Ron defender. Like, what did you think about her <laughs> during this episode? Because we get to oh, see a lot so of her cute. insecurities. It was super, super cute. I loved just seeing her, like, uh, how much she loved Shinichi just show through it, and, like, her jealousy. Because usually we see, like... Uh, what was it? The Valentine's Day episode. Shinichi was all entitled and like hiding in a bush or something outside. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so like having that flipped a little bit, like that was super sweet. I love Ron. She's so pure. Nine episodes through Detective Cannon. Uh, what has surprised you about the series so far? Because, you know, you knew you kind of knew what to expect. Have you been surprised any like the variety? What are your thoughts so far? Yeah, I think uh, I knew about like the wholesomeness of the show, the tone, and that's sort of what led my assumption to be like, this is why people like it so much. It's just, it's a very wholesome, easy show to fall in love with. I think what surprised me the most is just like, episode for episode, it is it is quality high. <laughs> like, uh, the writing is always pretty funny. Um, it's always really varied. So for a show that does not stick super closely to its, like, long-form storytelling stuff uh it's mostly just like a, a different case every episode it's still really varied it keeps me really engaged and interested and they lay enough seeds where it's like uh, you're excited about where it could go in the future so overall i think i'm really surprised by just how good it was i was underestimating it really yeah and obviously ron's your favorite character um are there any other characters that have stuck out early on i know you love the detective boys them kogoro he's so good he is good. um i i just hate adult shinichi so i'm really glad that this show is about how he's not adult shinichi <laughs> and that'll do it for this little compilation here thanks for tuning in uh again movie two next week Appreciate your support. You can follow the podcast at case underscore reopened. Uh, myself at Tyler Trees, Kyle at Spirit and Soul, uh, S-E-O-U-L. And Colleen is, of course, not a part of uh, Twitter because she's smart. So we'll see you next week. Thanks.